Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Yeah, welcome back to the warm-up. Still plenty to come this morning. Our marketplace not too far away. It's a big weekend in the NBL moons because finals is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. I was going to say our team, but I, I well, it is your team. You're Melbourne United. I, I saw am a United you. man. We're going to get to a very special guest in the, just uh, a second. I was one of the uh, celebrities. You've been one of the celebs on <laughs> the side of the court there. Um, impressive stuff. They there's were scraping. No, there's no one else there. Like Kane not. Corns' uh, footy topics uh, this, <laughs> this summer, they were scraping the barrel, that yes. is for sure. One man who wasn't a uh, former NBA star and, of course, uh, a Tigers champion as well is Chris Anstey, and he joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, boys. It's my pleasure. Now, have you been swept in to become a uh, sideline celebrity in the NBL this season? <laughs> no. I tell you, you got you got the Reebok seats, did you, Moons? I, I can't get I can't get in the Well, I just made a few phone calls, Chris. Yeah, it's it amazing be, what happens. You, if must, you know people, must, you must get in places. <laughs> yeah, he was walking past, and they they were ushered in. Yeah, beautiful. They work, said, "Mate, we've got some spare seats here. Do you want them?" <laughs> can't give them away. <laughs> <laughs> Man, our, our group are just uh, men of the people, mate. We mm. just like mingling with the crowd. Hey, hey, Chris, just quickly, just uh, as Wallo said, then you know you're a Tigers champion, two time. Uh, champion there. I think you're three-time all up. How many teams have you played for in the NBL? Can you name them for me? Uh, yeah, well, I, I started with the Tigers and then ended with the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, had the South East Melbourne Magic and the Victoria Titans when they were in existence. So just the three, but, uh, but two stints with the Tigers. But uh, it's interesting that the older I get, and you know, the, we actually had Dirk Nowitzki in town uh, last year, mm-hmm. and we, we spoke a lot about loyalty. And then, you know, so then he started going, you know, he played 21 years for the same club. Mm. And then I said, you know, I've had my, my three NBL teams. I had two in Russia, I had one in Spain, I had two in America. I thought, geez, I'm disloyal. I'm <laughs> 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 just bounced around team to team. But uh, that was a fun journey. But, uh, but it's always interesting mm. when you get a, a throwdown on like tonight. You now the Phoenix are playing. United. And I've, I've sort of got attachments to both. So I played for the Southeast Melbourne Magic. Uh, then, of course, was a part of the Melbourne Tigers and was actually the head coach when they became United. So I've got a, an attachment to both, mm. but probably no dog in the fire. I can just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, it be a good game tonight. We'll get into it in just a moment. But on, on that, we see now in the NBA, it's it's pretty normal to be playing for multiple teams. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, Dirk Nowitzki there playing 21 years at, uh, for one team. How do you see it now? I mean, it's pretty, you know, players are moving around. Um, they're sort of getting these star-studded lineups. It's it's definitely changed in the last probably five or six years. Yeah, it has. And, and the trades have always happened and they've always been common. And I watch with interest as the AFL toys with the idea of the mid-season trade. But I think one thing that NBA fans do, especially if you're not local to that city, is they tend to have their favourite players, not teams. So if, if you're a, if you're a LeBron James fan, you're now a Los Angeles fan, but you were a Cavs fan and you were a Miami Heat fan. Yeah. 
you don't nece- you don't necessarily have a team, and I think we're seeing more and more of that. And you know, even as I again, and when I start watching NBL games here in Australia, I'm actually watching the players and don't really mind about the result too much in most cases. So. It's not a bad way to be. Having said that, the AFL, I'm a, I grew up in Footscray, so I'm a Western Bulldogs fan, and you know, no one else will get that away from me. But uh, I think it's just part and parcel of professional sport where the league actually owns the contracts, not the club, and they become an asset that are tradable at any time up until well, next or well, next week, actually, February 15th. Well, Chris, as you said, you've, you've been around a long time in the NBL. Is this the best you've seen it as far as the way it's organised? Uh, have we got the teams right? Uh, uh, you know, 10 teams, is that enough? Is that too many? Is it not enough? Um, what are your thoughts on that? It's the best I've seen it organised. Mm. Um, there are certainly more eyes on it globally than there ever have been. And the opportunity and the exposure for the players in the league is better than it's ever been. Um, you know, the, the NBL has publicly, for a number of years now, self-appointed itself as you know the second best league in the world mm-hmm. you know being around the place it's definitely not <laughs> <laughs> it, it, are you saying your place. time in russia was more better organized well, not better organized something, but better something, something was organized better, <laughs> better, you know it's the second most appealing yeah so australia is a fantastic yeah. place to live the, the pay has increased to a situation where we can get very good imports but until we're paying two, three, four million US dollars net to mm. the imports we bring in, which we never will, we, we just can't bring the quality of import to Australia that, that China can, that some of the big European clubs can. And for that reason, the top teams in other leagues will always be extraordinarily strong. Um, the, the type of import we target, uh, you know, is one that's not quite NBA. There's, a, there's something in their game that doesn't allow them to be an NBA player, but there's someone who wants to come and experience Australian lifestyle and isn't necessarily 100% hoops. They, they, they want to come and live here in the summer, speak the English language, and again, it's the second most appealing league in the world. Do you reckon we're going to see more, and I know we have over the last few years with the Future Stars program as well, do you think we're going to see more kids come out of uh, US high schools and not go to college? Is that going to be the norm going forward for Australia, do you reckon? Yeah, I think so. But I think it's the same with France. I think it's the same with Germany. I think we can start listing off countries that provide an appropriate pathway for the talented kids to reach the NBA. And people have asked me over the years the best pathway to get there. I think it's just dependent on the kid. You know, if it's a French kid, it might be in France. Um, If it's a German kid, it might be in their home country in Germany. I don't know what that answer is, but what we do know is that the college certainly isn't the be-all and end-all it used to be. In fact, you know, the players who are one and done in college, mm. it's not as appealing. They don't need to study. If they're not at college, they can actually spend more time working on their game. So college is becoming less appealing as a pathway to the NBA and leagues around the world are, are certainly increasing in numbers annually. And clearly Moon's getting paid as well, which you don't get at college. So to go and play professional <laughs> in Australia, it might not be great money, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, just back home now, Chris, um, just looking at the ladder at the moment, obviously four games to go for United and, and Wildcats over there in Perth. Uh, I'm assuming, and we're all assuming that that's going to be the two to beat. Yeah, you'd think so. And I, I still have Tasmania as, as mm. another team who's capable of beating one of those two teams in a series. Um, from where they've come as a startup club, that for the first mm. two years, and I was 
the absolute top of this list. I, I continually thought they overachieved and were exceptionally well coached and played out of their skins. But what they've done in a very, very short time is they're not overachieving anymore. It's actually who they are. They're a championship contender each year they play. And that's an absolute credit to a startup club, the coaching staff they've, they've got down there, led by Scott Roth. But uh, what they don't have is the budget of a Perth Wildcats or a Melbourne United. Mm. So, yeah, th- those two teams absolutely become the favourites to win it. Their, their depth and their probably top-end talent is slightly better than Tasmania. And, it, I, I mean, it's as much as I, I probably want to and as much as I probably should, I still think the Sydney Kings, if they scrape through the playing series, have the, have the talent now that DJ Hoke's back and they're nearing a full, a fully healthy roster. I still think on any given night, you, know, you, you wouldn't want to roll the dice that Denzel Valentine or, or Jalen Adams or someone isn't going to have a blinder and have the ability to beat you in a series. So I, I, I still think Sydney are the dark horse, but you know, if, I was a, you know, if I was going to have a bet, it would be on one of the other three. I thought you were going to say, if I was a betting man, I know that you are yeah, because, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> because I was at the May Carnival in Warnville earlier this year and I looked out over the betting ring and one man was two foot taller than everybody else and that was your great self down there for a for a couple of nights. Looks like a bit of a boys' trip as well. Um, obviously, you enjoy the races. How do you find Warrnambool? The weather is a bit fresh, but it's a, it's a good week, isn't it? Yeah, you know what? I've been to Warrnambool lots, and I'd never, ever been to the Warrnambool Cup, and it's always been on my bucket list. And I actually did it with Dad, my uncle, and, and a couple of other family members and friends. So it was a really nice weekend. Good way to spend some time with my old man. But yeah, I used to uh, used to own a couple of racehorses and you know the, I, I probably got sucked in because the first one I had was actually very good and <laughs> made a little bit of money from it went to the Melbourne races placed in a group race and won a country cup and all those sort of things which made me buy another one and mm. then another one and uh, no I've always really enjoyed them but uh, probably owning racehorses was, was one of the funniest stories when I got divorced was that, you know, it was put into the asset pool and you know, you know the ex-wife now allocated a value to it and I said she was more than welcome to have at that price. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I ended up having to sell it and probably didn't get back into them after that. Chris, um, you and I have spoken before about, last one, he spoken before about your days over in Russia. Um, I won't get you to explain too many because it's probably too long of a story, but it really is, for people who don't understand, it's a different world over there in the basketball world, isn't it? it just the world itself, even if you take the basketball away, mm. probably the basketball the most normal but you know nobody spoke English and yeah minus 45 degrees I try to say to people if, you, if you're in Melbourne and it's one of those really cold days and zero degrees the difference between that and hitting 45 degrees is extreme it's the same extremity going the other way to minus 45 that that's the difference and that's sort of what we lived in for two or three months straight where we'd consistently hit minus 40 to 45 degrees so it's dark for most of the days. You're not able to speak English. And, you know, when I was there, we didn't have social media. So it became long, but I guess, and I've said this to my daughter who's over in college and when they're away and, and the days that she struggles, I sort of say, you'll learn more about what you're going through now in years to come, not now. Mm. Yeah, the lesson will appear later. And I'm really grateful for the time I had in Russia. I think I grew up a lot. I became a better basketball player. I, you know, I certainly became more appreciative of things I've got here back home and really grateful for the time. Wouldn't go back, but, uh, <laughs> but really grateful for it. Thanks very much. Uh, enjoy what's left of the NBL season and, of course, then the final series. And thanks for joining us on the warm-up this morning. 
boys. Melbourne Tigers legend, of course, from the NBA as well with the Bulls and the Mavs. Chris Anstey joining us on the show this morning. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still plenty to come. We're going to take a look at all the sport that's coming up this weekend and our marketplace up next. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose.